World of Warcraft community is the best community ever. It is so good. Yeah, on how much it's helped solidify friendships, you know, like... The third faction is the important, is truly the most important, because we all have a say in it. And welcome to the Third Faction, a podcast about the community of World of Warcraft. I'm your host, Meetanoth, but you can call me Demi. And I'd like to say I'm joined by Bricko, but I don't know where he is. Um, quite unusually, there's been no communication, so I can only assume that something. Well, I hope he's all right. At the moment, we're going to assume that he's all right and that something's broken at his end, and that that's why we haven't got him. But who I am very, very excited to have with us today. Very, very special guest, the all-inclusive, positive Twitch partner slash Warcraft community goddess that is Haughty Chicken. Hello, how are you? I'm, I'm beside myself now that you've called me a goddess, I'll take that. <laughs> I'm wonderful, I'm wonderful. And how has your week been? What have you been up to in Warcraft, outside of Warcraft? That's a big question. Lots. lots, yeah. lots, lots, lots. <laughs> Too many I could answer in one one sentence. Been a busy week though. A great a great week. A really great week. And tell me about the class that you just boosted because we've at pre-show we were chatting about a class that we've both discovered this week. We did. We did. Well, I've boosted a paladin, a red pally. Now everyone knows that I've only ever played um, for ranged since vanilla usually a warlock, and um, we had a, a, a goal that if, if we got 500 members of the community uh, that I would play melee class just for a stream. And so I played um, warrior and a bit of shaman and a paladin. <laughs> Hated all of it. <laughs> uh, uh, and the PvP as well. And I've got to tell you, PvP and I broke up. It was a nasty relationship. There's no reconciliation with, with PvP and I. <laughs> the red paladin I thought was a bit cool. I quite liked it. I didn't really share that. I just thought... I might re re revisit that Ooh, one. Now. Interesting, yeah. And uh, today, someone that we we both love, who's a healer, a priest healer, made some kind of disparaging comment about uh, holy paladins. Well, <laughs> all of a sudden he boosted a paladin. I thought, well, I can't have that, so I boosted a paladin. So now we have two paladins. So we played nice. This. Yeah, we played nice. This. Yeah, and in in my week in Warcraft, I got my first ever paladin beyond level twelve. Well, congratulations! So I have, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I have a terrible history with paladins. Anybody who has uh, listened to me at all over the past 18 months across any media will know that I cannot play paladin. I find them really boring and I've only ever got them to level 12 and then they've either died in a hardcore classic challenge or I've just got bored and deleted them. And, deleted and I them. find it, yeah, I find it really hard to delete characters so that tells you how much I've not enjoyed them. Um, anyway, this week I rolled a Blood Elf one and shock and awe got her to level 14 and will play her again. <laughs> and what spec though? What spec? What are you playing? Uh, prot. Oh, Prot. Okay. Yeah. I, I started out in Rep because that's what they default you to. And I yeah. thought, you know what? I'm I'm going to try leveling in Prot. Mm -hmm. I'm going to see how I get on with that. And maybe I'll have a Pally tank oh, by the oh. end. I don't know. We'll see. Oh, we'll compare Pally um, nice then. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Shall we get to the business of the day? Let's do it. Let's do it. Greetings, sir and or ma'am. So, the first question. Are mm -hmm. you blue team, red team or purple? Look, I'd like to say that I'm purple, but I'm purple with a, a slight a bit, sort of, I'll go over this side, a little bit blue. Purple with <laughs> <a little> blue. 
My, my standard answer is usually when I'm asked that question that I was brought up Alliance and it's really hard not to, to steer away completely. It's a bit like, I was thinking about that today, it's a bit like going having a great holiday but really glad when you're home. And I feel a bit like that when I go and play the horde, pretty much. I'm I can lot. understand that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I enjoy the holiday. It's interesting. It's fascinating. But when I get home, I think, oh, yeah, this is a bit comfy. I know that. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. There's there's something about, for me, uh, it's Westfall. I want to go mm. home to Westfall all the time. Oh, you so. love Westfall. Oh. Mm. That's mm. interesting. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so well, how did you... favourite places, though. Yeah, yeah. It, it, some people don't understand it, but, yeah, there's something about Westfall. Um, I get very nostalgic about it. So, mm -hmm. but tell me, how did you start playing Warcraft, and what what was the thing that got you hooked? Because I know for a lot of people, it's something very, very different. Mm -hmm. um, some people roll their their preferred class almost straight away, and that's it; and they never look back. Yeah. Um, so, tell me how you started, and what got you hooked? Well, my my son was playing it actually, and he was playing with a friend of his. And being the typical mama bear, I sort of went down to the room where there was this little sort of mini LAN party going on, and I was like, "What, what are you all playing here?" And it was vanilla at that time, and I realised they were playing World of Warcraft. So I watched a little bit to see what they were playing. I thought, "This is not too bad." And then I came downstairs, and they were still. I fed them, fed and watered them, and they were still playing. And I thought, "Move over, mum wants to have a bit of a go here." <laughs> So I created a warlock on, on their account. You know, sorry, Blizzard, just for a wee minute. Um, had a bit of a play and I thought it was the most magical thing mm. I'd ever played because my history at that point was Sims and SimCity and that kind of thing. But this is the first real open world that I'd ever played. Yeah. I just thought it was beautiful. Immediately bought my own copy and have never looked back. Have, it was just before BC, actually, that I played. Um, I was so keen. I rang up the computer store guy. I lived regionally and I said, is it in? Is BC in? I needed it. Please <laughs> deliver it to my door. He got in his car and I was waiting at the door for it. I was so, so excited. And I think it was the majesty of it. It was just I'd never played anything open world before. To me, it was just so visually beautiful. And that's yeah. what I Yeah. Yeah. I, that, the, WoW's been my only MMO. So mm -hmm. the... Mm -hmm. When people talk about the graphics, I have nothing to compare it to, and I've always thought it was beautiful. So, mm, mm, mm. which I leads think. us nicely into, what's your favourite place in game? Nagrand, the yeah. original, the original Nagrand. I mean, at, at the time in my life, there were there were things. You know, we all have things that sort of yeah. bite us in the butt a bit, and it's not not as great out there in the real world kind of thing. Um, and so for me, I'd go to Nagrand and I'd put on my favourite music and I'd I'd ride my warlock horse, which is my favourite mount of all time. It's my warlock mount. <laughs> um, I, no one can convince me otherwise. And I would just ride around that place and sit in the hills and I'd, I'd look at the floating islands with the waterfalls. Mm. And I love waterfalls in real life. And it, to me, it was beautiful. So, And I still, still to this day, love going to that zone. And I'll often just go there just for the memories. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, there's a few places like that, that I think yeah. Nagrand's. Yeah definitely up there for me as well mm, mm. so in the pre-show you mentioned a little bit about uh breaking up with pvp or actually it might have been at the beginning sorry um but what would you say is your most liked activity so we'll cross off pvp what about questing yeah, no, no. dungeons raids um look, mount not, hunting I'm, uh, no i'm not a mount collector i've, I've right. got 160 i know how many i've got because <laughs> because so people i have spoke to someone this week i don't know who it was and they've got 550 550, 550 mounts. Who has the time to get that many mounts? Look, kudos to them. Each to their own. Each to their own. But I, absolutely, I, I, 
I know. So I've got, boggles. I've got 160. Mind you, I said that the other day in stream. I said I've only got 160, to which someone said I've got five. I said, oh, sorry, sorry, you know. But anyway, it's all relative. It's all relative. So, no, Mounts <laughs> is not my thing. Um, Battle Pets very much is my thing. But I like I like questing. I love questing. And now we have double accounts because we play in mm. Europe. More alts, more alts. I think I've got 59 maybe now. So <laughs> Warlocks. I've got a warlock of every race and then some because yeah. I have warlocks. So to me, it's I love questing and I love old content. I, I have no yeah. problem going back into Black Temple. No problem. Kara is my favourite. I love just doing old content. I don't mind some challenge. But to me at this stage, having been heavy raiders back in the day, I adore going back into old content and taking my time and revisiting what was stressful back then, but now I can enjoy it. So, yeah, and transmog. All of that. Yeah, transmog. All the transmog. Give I me know. a bigger wardrobe. I know. <laughs> now with my paladins, I have to go and find plate stuff. I never bothered with plate stuff before. Oh, I'm all right for plate. I'm fine for plate. It's cloth and leather that I'm lacking. I think we've got 28 pages just of chests in cloth. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if we could like pick up, pick from our friends' wardrobes in Warcraft and like share things? Nice. <laughs> yeah. Chances of play fit me though, just letting you know. <laughs> It's magic. It'll stretch or shrink. It'll be fine. <laughs> this size or this size. <laughs> oh dear. So you you just mentioned that you were really really excited for BC. Yeah. Do you have a kind of a dark portal story? Now this doesn't have to be about the dark portal. It could be the first time you did something that made you go, oh my goodness, um, or mm. you know, a, a, an experience that really made you sort of go wow. Oh, in so. wow funnily enough <laughs> those although i do i do have a dark portal experience because at the time if i remember rightly when the dark portal event still happened i think there was a special tabard that you could get well i was only a wee little character at that time but my my guild leader then then he was a high enough level to get that tabard and to be involved in the event and i think you had to be a certain level to do it but i was too small but he arranged for the guildies to summon me out there so I could witness it all. So I watched everyone in front of the dark portal with their tabards on and doing whatever it was that they were doing. And for me, it was mind-blowing. I'd not seen such a big event before. So I do remember that, actually. I couldn't get involved. Oh, that's so lovely. I sat on the, you know, the sidelines watching. And the same, the same guild um, summoned me out to um, Zangamash again, too small a zone for me at that time, but they still wanted me to see it and they all came beside me so that I wouldn't get attacked by it and, <laughs> and witness all of these new zones while I was still little. So I thought that was really lovely. Yeah. So yeah. there are moments for those. Mm. Yeah, those are the, the good things about having those friendships yes. through a game, aren't they? Yeah. 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 Take, we, we enjoy being with people and doing those things. Mm. Mm. So that, well, that sounds like one very good experience, but what would you say has been your best experience in the WoW community? And this, you know, it could be in game, it could be through the stream, it could, you know, anything that you've experienced that's come out of this amazing community. Oh, goodness me. Um, look, there's, there's an awful lot that's happened in the past, having played for so long, hmm. but I think I'd have to talk about my most recent, and that would be from the stream, because I never thought that I would be here. And even hubby, Mel, every now and again, he'll say to me, how did we get here, babe? And I said, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> we're Four months later, we're here. And I, he actually said to me this morning, do you realise what you have built? Do you realise what you have done? Um, because I'm actually really quite introverted in real life. 
And a lot of people were surprised because I do talk a lot in the stream. But I often say to them, I'm just having a biscuit and a cup of tea with you. Don't tell me. They know not to tell me how many people are there um, because I can cope that way with how many people I'm chatting to. But I think that the biggest thing for me is that we have this community and they keep coming back. Um, and one of my wonderful mods said to me today, we don't care if you stand in Borellis and not do another thing. We still just want to sit there and chat with you. And they're just wonderful. If I'm going to do something like I might have a bathroom break or what have you, I just say, talk amongst yourselves. And I come back and there's these conversations. And I say, you don't really need me, really. They're just <laughs> wonderful. Um, and I think I get quite emotional. I get a lot of messages, a lot of uh, DMs from people. And often it's people who have, we all have vulnerabilities in our lives. And some people may have compounded vulnerabilities, especially with the world at the moment. Mm -hmm. And I get so many messages from people saying, you do not know what this means to me. I'm now enjoying my game because I can enjoy it here. And we have a community in-game as well. There's over 500 people now in WoW from the stream. And so they take that safety from the stream community into their game as well. So getting these DMs from people that I do not know well, telling me the difference it has made is mind-blowing to me. It's amazing to me that, you know, this sort of little person that I consider myself to be <laughs> this little suburb of Melbourne um, has made such an impact. So really the takeaway for me is the community are amazing, amazing. Yeah. Mm. You should be very, very proud of what you've been able to build. I think in the the same sort of time that you were starting the stream, we started this podcast and it was our first episode was talking about the sexual misconduct allegations. Mm -hmm. um, and we were very clear that we wanted a space that was positive, inclusive, we wanted to talk about um, what well, we wanted to say that those things weren't welcome in our mm -hmm. community. Um, mm -hmm. And I think that's probably one of the things that draw draws people into your community is they mm. know they're safe. And it's yeah. a wonderful, wonderful um, thing to be able to give people, yes. like you've just said, you know. Mm -hmm. um, so it's it's very, very powerful and you should be very, very proud. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am proud, but I'm particularly proud of the community because they are now keeping each other safe. Yeah. It, it, it can take one person to start to build a community, but when they self-manage and they care for each other, they keep each other safe. I mean, obviously we have the mods and myself in place to make sure that it's in place and we have social values and you've got to agree to those to be in our community. A lot of streams have rules. We have mm -hmm. values. We have values. Yeah. You have to read them before you can come in. You have to agree. So really, the community look after each other now. Mm. Oh, it's so lovely. <laughs> I'm so happy that you're in this space. It's wonderful. <laughs> we have we have to kind of come back from that a bit because mm -hmm. we know that, obviously, as I just said, you know, there are bad things that happen in gaming mm. and streaming and things. Yeah. Um, but what we, we want to ask in this podcast is, you know, what has your worst experience been? But then... How did you overcome it mm -hmm. and what advice would you give to others that might find themselves in a similar situation? Because as positive as we can all be, mm -hmm. there is there are still shit people out there, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes mm -hmm. we're going to encounter them. But if we can help others with some tools or some ideas of how to maybe overcome those situations, then they mm -hmm. will become less and less. Yeah. So could yeah. you just, is there something that you can think of that might be um, a more I negative experience and how you overcame it? I've had negative experiences in the game as well as since I've started streaming. Uh, in the game, I remember um, someone I was offering help to and I didn't know them. It was just a whisper. They were trying to sell something. And the response was, was uh, 
was quite a violent response uh, things hmm. alleged to happen to me. Um, and I tried to engage with them at that time and then it just got, it escalated. The more I engaged with them, the more they became quite abusive in their, their language. And that was very, very early on in my, my WoW playing days. Mm. Uh, and since then, I've learnt more that engaging with someone who is who's wanting to cause you harm is probably the worst, uh, the worst response um, because they have no care for you. Uh, trolls and people who are trying to upset you through that way that have no care whatsoever about how you feel or your or um, the results of their behaviour. But they want a response. And the more you react to them, the better it is for them. Their, their whole intent is to get a response from you and to garner attention on them. And so for me now in streaming, and I have had people, someone came in the other day and said, why are you not dead yet? That kind of thing. Um, I know. Bless. Bless. I think there's something along the lines of, I'm surprised you're not rotting. And I said, truly. Really? Does that surprise you? Um, <laughs> Who hurt you, dear? Why do you? Why are you so angry at the world? I, think I did say to someone once, "I'm sorry you haven't been met with kindness. I hope you find it." Mm-hmm. Something like that. But to me, the the advice, especially if you're streaming or or even if you're playing, understand that this to separate yourselves from them because their behaviour has nothing to do with them. It's all to do with them. So do not give them attention. Uh, I was reading an article recently where they said two responses is enough. Never respond more than twice to someone. Um, especially if you consider that they might be a troll or they might be planning to hurt you in some way. And so that's actually a good rule. But uh, in the streaming space, my moderators are fantastic. We call them the Coop Squad. And <laughs> and they are on the lookout. Pe- people are banned instantly because that's part of my – it's not so much about protecting me, although it is. It's protecting other people. When you have a yeah. lot of people in your space, even someone that comes on to say something hurtful to me will hurt them, will hurt them. So – we we ban quickly now. We ban yeah. quickly, 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 quickly. We don't we don't second guess. Mm. And don't That's own stuff. it. This is the biggest thing. Don't own other people's stuff. It's their yeah. stuff. Don't own it. Yeah. Don't own it. Yeah, it's very important, I think, to have those boundaries to protect ourselves mm. and the mm. other people in our community so yeah. that we we set out from the very beginning. Like you've said, mm. you've got values that you know you've mm. set out at the beginning and you've told people. This is what we expect of our community members. If you're not willing to abide by that, then this isn't the place for you. you know? Yeah, yeah um, agree. agree totally. Yeah, that's it's one of the reasons that it's so lovely to be in the coop. <laughs> <laughs> so we've, we've touched on this a little bit through those previous answers, but specifically, what does the WOW community mean to you? As in the, the player base or just the... Just the well, um, whether it's the wider community, whether it's the coop, mm-hmm. um, the player base, the content creators, you know, anything, uh, okay. however you interpret the WoW community to mean, mm-hmm. okay. you know, what does that community mean to you? Um, you, know, you reminded me of a question that was brought up um, in another chat I was having elsewhere and they said, oh, something about running away to the game, running away to the community, running away to your online friends. And I challenged that and I said, I actually don't run away, I go to. So I go to the community because they give something to me, just as I go to the game because it gives something to me. And then again, gaming and anything in life, it's within moderation, you know, you've got to balance it with your, your day-to-day and make sure everything's in check there. But to me, the community is is a part of my reality just as gaming is, you know. And so my I've been playing games since Pong, which is like forever. I was a young teen playing that in my mum's bedroom, you know, the black and white TV at the end of the bed. Um, it's always been a part of my life. And now this community has become a part of our lives 
I still don't know how quite we got here in these last four months. <laughs> and sometimes when I get up so early in the morning, I think, can I really do this? And then I'm glad that I did, not because of me, but because of the people that we meet in the game. And we meet a lot of people in the game, but the community around the game is bigger than I ever thought. I always thought I'd connect with people just in that game, just in guild chat or just in, well, probably not trade chat, but you know. Um, <laughs> there's all these other people around that, surrounding that, and they're wonderful. There's some really wonderful people in the community. Mm. Yeah, there's, yeah, it's, um, I love what you said about, you know, it's as important, you know, it's part, you go to it rather mm. than running to it, you know, or running away mm. from the rest of the world. You choose to spend your time here and mm. it's, mm. it's not a negative thing to choose to spend your time in an no. online world. No, no it's so, part of my reality. It is part of mm. who I am and it's actually part of who my mother is. She's a gamer <laughs> and won't those grandchildren be doing my dailies? Yes, they will. <laughs> <laughs> oh it's awesome um and you, you you kind of you're leading me into the next questions with everything you're saying it's brilliant so the it's like i might have sent you the questions before or something. who would know <laughs> if there was um one person or a couple of people that you admire within the wow community mm. who would that be and why mm. is it well, I'm, a, I'm a bit of a fangirl to a few people yeah um, I think we have at least one in common <laughs> we do um I absolutely adore Tellius and Evertel I have I've adored their content I I've used this phraseology often when I talk about them in the coop he, they make me question everything they make and I questioned everything beforehand but now now they really make me question every, everything um so I, I know that some people will hop into their stream and they're like oh this isn't wow and I think Pull up a chair. This is what WoW is. This is this is what streaming is. This is what content creators talk about. I love I love their content so much, and I love them as people. I think they're wonderful. Because um, the other person for me is is Hazel Nutty Games. I've watched her for a very very long time since she was such a young thing, um, and I think she's a fantastic. And I get inspired by her in my There's No Rule Books for How to Stream. So actually, I watch her intently. I think she's wonderful, um, and I get inspired by by my community. And I know I keep talking about them. But every single day I get inspired by them. I watch how they interact. I watch how they protect each other. I'm so inspired by them. And also how they share how it's not okay for them. We've got a normal way of saying it's not okay for me today. You know, and we have that every stream, more so now than ever, of course. People coming in saying I'm not okay. And I find that really inspiring. Or someone will say I've been lurking for four months and now I can finally put myself in your introduction section on your Discord. And I single them out and I say, thank you so much for being brave. They inspire me. Yeah. And mm. and I think that goes back to what you've been able to build mm. and to offer people that place to have those talks. And the, this might be a reflection of my experience through streaming and finding good what I class as good people in the WOW community. I see a lot more safe spaces coming about and a lot more people talking about mental health and saying you know this is a place that you can talk about these things there's no judgment here Mm. um you know we're we're here to have a nice time and to play a game and oh my goodness (laughs) he's made it ladies and gentlemen so we've come to the last of the standard Mm -hmm. questions um and then we'll move into the guest specific questions so Tell us a little bit about where you found your WOW community. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, you, you're meaning the community that we've built now around? Yeah, the coop. Okay. Yeah. Um, 
Look, I think it, it, it links into why I started streaming. A lot of people ask me that, so I'll say that really, really quickly. Um, the pandemic hit and um, I, was, I found myself being at home and what was I going to do? And I always thought Twitch was something that was Ninja and Fortnite. I had no idea what it was. And I was a bit bored and I thought, I'm going to see if anyone's playing WoW. And I, I clicked onto a few. It took me about a week of, of trying to find a channel that I felt comfortable in. And they were either really, really sort of high-end rating, very, very loud, very, very overtly masculine and a lot of toxicity that may be associated with that um, or, or not very sort of not very connected. And I thought, how can I find a space for me and also an older gamer as well where I can just chill and no one's going to judge me on my, you know, what's well, not called gear score anymore. I've learned that. But, you know. <laughs> Radar, so I said to hubby, much to his shock and horror, I'm going to do it myself. He said, truly? I said, yes, I'm going to push the button. You should send my first one. Um, and I don't know if anyone would come and chat to me. So I started chatting to myself and then someone actually did in the first week. And then he came back and then another person came. And, and then I thought, well, maybe I better have a, a Twitter. A t- <laughs> and then the uh, now quite quite uh, important tweet where I, I've made a PSA about I'm an older gamer this is me we can do this and then it just snowballed from then and I got so many messages from people saying oh my god you're so inspirational you're an older gamer and it was just really really positive and then Blizzard actually contacted me and gave me a call that's a fangirl moment um wow really just sort of, the community managers in Australia contacted me from Blizzard and Apparently, we had a little interviews coming my way somewhere there soon. So that's all. And so it all just snowballed. And I, I keep saying to you, I consider myself this tiny little fish in the, in the waters of Azeroth kind of thing. But other people start to tap me on the shoulder and say, you need to realise that you're really not. You're making a difference. And so I'm trying to, I'm quite modest about it, but try and realise that I can make a difference, you know, yeah. I'm making one. So that, that's, I think, how, I, how the community came. I put myself out there really bravely, put a tweet out with my grey hair and my little bow on my you know headphones fabulous darling absolutely fabulous come and they they keep coming back they keep coming back that's pretty much it yeah it's I think it's it it's testament to what you've been able to do that Blizzard have contacted you Mm -hmm. you know and the fact that there are older gamers out there you know I'm 42 I'm not I'm not a spring chicken um you know and it's when people start the more of us that are there mm-hmm. that are over i think over 30 there feels like there's a 35 cut off almost as like this little that's bracket about it. that's about it yeah. yeah yeah um and you get a lot of younger kids which is you know that's great mm-hmm. i like watching some of them i think um was it lando norris who's the formula one driver who's on twitch yeah. quite a lot yeah. he's really good to yeah. watch um but he's like 20 you know so it's like, really is like a little little chick Mm. um but yeah the the more of us that are out there that are showing that streaming and gaming is not for this very specific stereotypical thin demographic yeah yeah Yeah, the more of us out there that are doing that the better Mm. Mm. so um, (laughs) it's very lovely to have you and i think you look fabulous always uh, so we've done the standard questions. We'll move into the guest-specific questions, which I'll be able now to hand over to the man with a voice smoother than melted chocolate, <laughs> which is the intro I would have given him had he been here. Um, Bricko, would you take us through the guest... I can never say this word first time. Guest-specific questions, please. <laughs> I would be honoured. And again, thank you, ladies. This is I missed a little bit, but this is good. Um, so... 
Hottie, you've gone from starting on Twitch to partner in three months, which yeah. is amazing, by the way. Congratulations. <laughs> what has been the biggest standout moment for you on that journey? Getting Twitch partner. Didn't expect it. Didn't, didn't expect it. Um, they, they actually proved it in three days, which was remarkable. Um, and I didn't, didn't expect it. And um, when I look back at it, I think I'm, I'm actually quite a driven person. I went to university after I turned 50 and I did a couple of degrees. And, and so I, when I set a goal, I really, really go after it. And I said to Mel, if I'm going to do this, I want to do it well. And I want to do it right because the community, I don't want to create this thing and then sort of fall off the perch, pun intended. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so for me, it well was, done. It was, you know, I had to give it my everything. But I really didn't think it would happen in three months. And I think a lot of other people were shocked as well. But I, I put it back to the I'm, – I'm going to keep putting it back to the community because there is no Haughty Chicken channel stream without them. There is no partnership without them. You can't get partner without a community. You really can't. So for me, that was that was an amazing moment, an amazing moment for me. Terrific. Mm. Uh, yeah, and again, congratulations. That's a big deal. I'm, uh, it's very cool. Thanks. Um, Mal is very clearly a part of, important part of your st stream as a brilliant mod and all-around superstar. How important superstar. do you think that support has been? For me personally, everything, everything. Most people don't realize that he's, he's, a, he's an amazing man. He's just an amazing man, and the Coop adore him. Um, I actually met him, met him in game, actually, um, and uh, he's a Canadian fellow, and he now lives here with me in Australia, and he had given up WoW. He'd, he'd stepped away from WoW. He was playing Rust and he was admitting Rust servers, which is a different game. Um, but then when I started to stream, he said, look, I'll come back as a druid so you can get into dungeons and that'll help you stream. And then they got to hear him and then they got to see him occasionally. He'll come by and he'll say hello. And when I was streaming without him, the, the coop was saying, where's Mel? Where's, where's Mel? <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. And so then he would go to bed uh, straight after work and have a nap so he could get up late so he'd be streaming with me. Um, and it's just that it's just that um, it's, not a, it's, it's not a portrayal, it's who we are, just to see a couple that are generally, you know, care for each other and love each other and, and this is what we look like and this is what support looks like and this is what inclusion looks like. And I will add something here that I think is important. Not only do we have this safe space, and I said this in my application, I didn't give all my details on my YouTube about how I applied, but I said to, him, to them, you need to understand that we represent what many people don't have in this space. We represent a, a, a straight older couple, grandparents, if you will, who accept people no matter what. And there's a lot of people in our community that have not been accepted by their families for pick any reason here. And so for them, we are a couple who accept them. We are sometimes the grandparents that they don't have um, and I know that might sound quite dramatic, but it's it's true from the messages that I'm getting. So Mal is everything to the coop for me. And also he keeps me safe. Streaming is a vulnerable space for someone like me who's generally quiet uh, in the real world. And so having that that um, partner that is, although not on camera, is there, is also, you know, that that's part of my safety support crew. I'd be lost without him. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Well, good on mail. Good job. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's your next goal with the streaming community? Uh, I want more people to know that we are there. When people do stumble across us, um, they say, we didn't know you were here. We're so glad we found you. And so for me, it's about getting out the message of 
we are here and there's there's others like us. You talk about other streamers, Demi, that you are founding are, are finding that are like us and this new wave. And we're calling it a new wave. I have lots of conversations with Fresley. Adore Fresley. They are an amazing um, friend of ours in the streaming community and also personally uh, since we've got to know them. Um, and he says there's a new wave coming through in streaming on in Twitch and on WoW. And I agree with him, you know, like Sal Hills and myself and Fresley and some other people that we're starting to connect with and we recognise them like-minded people find like-minded people and so there there's this new there's this new look to streaming and it's not just older faces or female faces or different ways of streaming and playing the game it's different ways of providing a space for people to enjoy it and that's when i said that to blizzard we were having a chat on the phone um, and they said to me you're showing people how there's a different way to play wow and i said to them a different way and in a different space in a safe space sorry i got a bit of a tangent there but i'm a bit that's absolutely fine that's terrific yeah here here fraz mm. yeah we we love frasley yeah, too he's yeah. he's uh he's now booked in as a future guest oh, as well it's <laughs> gonna be awesome it will be yeah yeah it's um that i love that there is this this wave mm. of kindness mm. and mm. safety and um uh just it's not even just positivity because we do like we've just previously said we do offer a space to have a bit of a shit day yeah. and to say yeah. i'm having a what bit of a shit day yeah, yeah. Mm. i think it's more um it's more about recognizing that everybody at the end of a pixel or a computer is a human being yes. um yeah. and yeah. you don't have to you, like you can play and quest mm. and play as many hours mm. as a top tier raider mm and still get as much out of this game and your game is as legitimate mm. as somebody who is in the top one percent absolutely yeah yeah i think those are those yeah, and, things are important and having a having a community that you feel safe in is yes is key yeah. and that's one of the reasons we do this podcast just to hopefully inform people you know of of the other communities that are out there yes find your yeah. spot you know yeah Absolutely. Well, that's the end of the guest specific questions, but we have a community question. <laughs> um, so, Bricko, do you want to do the community questions and the end of interview questions? And I'll do the community heroes. How does that, that sound? sounds terrific, Demi? And you sound wonderful today, both you ladies. Oh. <laughs> All right. So, Susie. Cusiful. I think it's Susie Susie Cusiful. Yeah, Susie. That's Susie Cusiful, obviously from Twitter. Asked, I guess if I had a question for Hottie, it's what is her favorite caffeinated beverage? Seeing her lovely self at various hours makes me think she has to consume a lot of caffeine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, going back to Mel, <laughs> the coop know this. So I, I get up at we get up at two thirty, quarter to three every morning because we stream at four a.m. so that we can play with the European coop. Which is, I'm not an early, I'm not an early bird at all. I'm a night owl. I have, <laughs> a, I have a, an owl tattoo on my forearm. I adore owls, so not an not an early bird. So he actually makes me a coffee. He makes me a latte in the coffee machine every morning, with a few lovely little bits and pieces in there, like Hershey's chocolate, which I shouldn't have, but I do. So I have a big, <laughs> big, big latte every morning for, for my catch up stream, and then they know that my um, not very adult. Uh, choices um pepsi max <laughs> and so <laughs> uh, and occasionally a juice which is um that's that's in our nighttime streams which has bubbles and it has nothing to do with juice at all um 
<laughs> <laughs> so coffee and Pepsi Max are my not so healthy choices. The coffee's amazing though, but I never made my own. I get my coffee made for me, so I'm very, very spoiled. <laughs> That's wonderful. Had a boy. <laughs> <laughs> so now we've gotten to the point of the interview where we ask where or how can people find you, Hottie? Oh, goodness me. Anywhere that you, you search Haughty Chicken, you'll find me. My Twitch is Haughty Chicken. My YouTube now, I'm very excited to have a YouTube, is Haughty Chicken. Nice. Um, uh, my Twitter, of course, is Haughty Chicken. Although my Instagram, and that's an unusual space I'm trying to navigate, is Haughty Chicken Gaming. And I would like to know who took Haughty Chicken. I'd like that back. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and I don't do TikTok. No, this chicken's not no. TikTok. <laughs> soon. So that's where you can find me. <laughs> That's funny. My uh, stepdaughter does the TikTok. Yeah, no. Wanted to do the TikTok. So it's in absence of that, she does her own on Instagram and stuff. So oh, it's, it's pretty cute. That's an alternative. <laughs> yep. Uh, anyone you'd like to shout out? Uh, in terms of other, other streamers that I'm, that I'm okay. Um, look, it has to be the wonderful Cell Hills. Um, we spoke earlier today about people that are on our radar that are, that are like-minded and part of my stream's focus, not only is having a space, 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 but promoting other streamers who are like-minded. We like to support them. And at the moment we're putting a lot of support behind Cell Hills. Um, he's, he's getting very close to, to getting his tweak, his tick, he's inclusive, he's amazing. And he's teaching people not to fear mythics not to fear content that normally it's a little bit uh it can be toxic in some of those spaces and it can really be confronting if you don't know people and so we admire that we he's showing another way of playing wow and he's an amazing an amazing another canadian canadians are amazing i married one (laughs) very good very good (laughs) he's inclusive so i would shout out cells i think he's amazing Mm. he is he's a lot of fun i believe i just followed him on twitter Oh, he's fantastic. Yeah. I love him. Yeah. He's, um, that day that you'd, um, suggested him for a guest here, he'd, um, I'd watched him the previous night and all morning I'd had, don't be suspicious, don't be suspicious, going round and round in my head. And then he appeared in my stream. (laughs) (laughs) It's like I summoned you. (laughs) Awesome. So that rounds up the questions. Thank you so much, Haughty Chicken, for joining us. Yes, thank you, you have been an absolutely epic guest. And I think you need to give yourself a huge pat on the back. It's very touching how humble you are, but you are building something extremely powerful and it shouldn't go unacknowledged. So round of applause. Love it. Well done, Haughty. <laughs> thank you so much. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. And we're going to move into the community heroes section of the show which actually you might recognise one of these uh, heroes this mm-hmm. week, uh, Haughty, because I've picked one. Um, I'm going to use my hosting privilege as the right to pick one of my own community mm-hmm. heroes this week. Um, and I'm choosing the Defias Sisterhood. Um, and there, I'm going to read out um, what their statement is. And, and you, as soon as I read it out, everybody that listens to the show will understand why I've chosen yes. them. So our mission is to put a face to our sisters, and there's a little asterisk next to that, which I'll come on to, Mm -hmm. in the Warcraft and gaming community with the hope of reducing the toxicity, cyberbullying and misogyny that many of us face on a daily basis. And then the asterisk is, we use the term sisters and sisterhood to denote any persons who are affected by misogyny and toxic masculinity in gaming. This is an inclusive term and refers to women, trans people, queer, non-binary persons and much more. 
We also hope to include our male slash masculine allies as members of the sisterhood to discuss their experiences with toxic toxic masculinity Mm -hmm. and to make Azeroth a safe place for all of us together. So I think from that you can understand why I would pick the Defy Sisterhood. Yeah. So amazing this initiative. When I heard about them, which was only a week ago, they contacted me actually. Mm. I couldn't wait. I couldn't wait to get in touch with them. Yeah, I I think it might have been from your tweet or I might have seen them somewhere with somebody else tweeting them, but I saw a pink defias yes. mask, like a rogue yeah. mask, and I was like, what's this? <laughs> I must see what this yeah. is. <laughs> um, and I'm in their Discord and I'm like learning to know who they all are and we're chatting and it, it's lovely. It yeah, it's really, really good. And there are some men coming through yes. on that Discord, you know. Yes, it's, there it's important mm-hmm. that It's important that we have the allies yeah. there as well and yeah. that, you know, we're all in this yeah. together. So. And, and Blizzard are in there also. And when I saw them in there. Oh, are they? Yeah, they are. Indeed they are. Indeed they are. And they were in there on the first day. So they're backing this. Nice. They're backing this. They're backing this, which speaks volumes. Good. So please, awesome. oh, that's... So please they're in there. Yeah. Mm. That is, the more that they are involved yes. with the wave of kindness. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we are not a wave. We are a tsunami. <laughs> we squash everybody else who's not kind and not inclusive. Yeah. Um, you know, oh, that's awesome mm. that they're supporting that. And I, and I, Oh, well, I've just had a light bulb moment because obviously in um, Shadows Rising, we had our first um, uh, gay relationship yeah. with F- uh, Flynn Fairwind and Matthias Shaw. Mm. And there was a uh, there was a wedding in the troll. I think I'm sure it was Talanji gave permission for two female trolls to get married or something there was that in there and it wasn't a big story point it was just this is what happens Mm. you know Mm. and and then we've got is it i want to say pelagos in the shadowlands pronouns and things like that oh well done blizzard Mm. it feels Mm. like there is a a change coming so anyway Got a bit sidetracked, but yeah that's all we talk about community that's all part of the community here's to the defia sisterhood they're one absolutely yeah wonderful choice yeah and then we've had some community nominated heroes um and one of our regular uh uh community hero shout outs is from at white polar bear mount also known as capo who pops up all over streams and podcasts as a fantastic supporter and he said (laughs) he said he's gonna throw gonna throw my vote to the one and only dungeon mistress at aliandris k (laughs) from at dungeon fables Mm -hmm. Not only did she celebrate 100 episodes of her awesome podcast by giving the listeners a chance to be heard, literally, but she is slowly but surely building a fun presence on her Twitch channel, which is twitch.tv slash Aliandris. Mm-hmm. Um, if you haven't discovered Dungeon Fables or Ali's Twitch stream, you're doing it wrong. Grab a cold drink, stop by and hang. You're guaranteed to have a good laugh with friends. So that's a shout, big shout out for Ali, who was actually our guest on the last show with her husband, Sniper Frog. And she's just been asked to cover Renata on World of Warcast, whilst Renata has oh. to take a step back for a few weeks. Yeah, because Shadowlands is so full on, mm-hmm. and Renata obviously writes for Wowhead. Yeah, she's super busy. Um, <laughs> yeah, she's she's had to take a step back from World of Warcraft, mm-hmm. so they've asked uh, will cast yeah. so they've had to ask they've asked Ali to oh, fill in which is oh, yeah so she's got that going on mm. she's got the new law focused podcast with Jin mm-hmm. which is live laugh law so excited 
Yes, I, I, I can't wait for that one. <laughs> um, she does um, all things Azeroth with Medros and Toasty. So she's a very busy lady. Oh, my goodness me. But, yeah, we're yeah, going to miss... But all success deserves. We're going to so. miss Renata, but who better than Allie, you know, to take yeah. over that yeah. role for just a little while here. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's a bit of an Allie-themed Community Heroes, actually, this week, because she then said that she had somebody she would like to nominate, and she said that she has multiple, but she wants to call out at Zandara, which is X-A-N... D-A-R-A, mm-hmm. who has a big heart, is kind, supportive, fun, and wonderful. She raid leads a group of very kind, inclusive, yes, mm. and silly people. We like a bit of silliness <laughs> too. Uh, I want to give them all a big hug. Oh, this week. lovely. Here, here. That's, that's awesome. Ali. And then uh, Syrup from Scrub- Scrubs versus the World, who is also going to be a guest on this show in the not too distant future. Um, Nominated Aliandrus K. She hit 100 episodes on Dungeon Fables and she stopped by my stream and gave me 100 bits out of nowhere. Oh. That made me feel pretty oh, good. Lovely. That's lovely. cool. Size a good dude, too. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Yeah. I... And I'm sorry if you just heard my kiddo scream in the background. He's playing Fortnite in the next room. So. <laughs> <laughs> can I throw one in, Demi? Yeah, of course you can. There's... Yeah. Okay. So last week I had kind of a mic issue. And so this is going to tie in nicely, but Jin was one of the first. I'd like to nominate Jin for Morley Gray and now uh, Live, Laugh, Lore with Allie. He uh, was one of the first to tweet after I apologized on Twitter and said to not worry about it. And uh, he gave me a few pointers and tips. So here's to Jin, too. Thank you, bud. Yes. Yes. He's also confirmed as a guest. (laughs) (laughs) I've gone gone through. I'm I'm truly fanboying right now. This is crazy. Yeah. I, I've gone through and got all of our guests lined up until I think almost the end of November now. Oh, wow. So yeah, we've, we've got yeah. lots booked in. So Wonderful. it's really good. Wonderful. There's one final community hero, which is at Zulzilla, which is Z-W-L-Z-I-L-L-A, who nominated at Lady underscore Duskful for her mentorship. That was hilarious, by I the think, way. Yeah, I think there's a bit more story there. So if either of you, uh, Lady Duskfall or Zulzilla, want to expand on that a bit more, please feel free. We'd love to hear the story behind that. Um, but that's it for the community heroes. Um, we next, Our next guest on the show will be the amazing Sill from Whispers of War. Um, so I'm very happy to talk to her because both Bricko and I have appeared on her show. So that's it's time cool. to turn the tables. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll be back with her on the next show. Thank you again to the wonderful Haughty Chicken. Yay, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for taking the time to talk to us. Uh, we'll be back next time with another round of Community Heroes, more from the world of Warcraft. Um, until then, you can visit us at thethirdfaction.com for all the links on where to find us. I'm sorry about my dog barking through almost the entire interview. He's doing it now right at the end again, the little swine. Um, you can email the show on the third faction show at gmail.com. That's the third faction show at gmail.com. And you can leave us a review on your chosen podcast platform should you wish to do so. Uh, if not, the very best thing that you can do uh, is just tell your friends about us. We appreciate all the shout outs and the love that we've been getting. Thank you very much. Yes, thank you. Um, Bricko and I are now going to go and do some like professional podcast stuff and talk about some goals and things because we haven't done that yet and we've hit some milestones and we think we might need to go and do some like stuff. (laughs) 
some stuff stuff. So that's it from us for this week. Remember, always be learning. Don't be a dick.